On today's episode, we talk about how perspective is the difference between your power and your prison, and how, quite frankly, after this episode, you can achieve whatever you want to achieve as long as you put it into practice. Are you ready to ethically scale your business? Good. Because this is the Mind of George podcast, where relationships beat algorithms and depth is the only direction when it comes to ethically scaling your business. Each Monday and Friday, I'll be the guy between your ears in the hoodie and pink shoes guiding you home, giving you the tools to extract, honor, and amplify your genius so you can be the light for your customers. Sound fabulous? Cool. Let's get into the episode. All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Mind of George Show. And uh, the studio is going to be looking different soon because we'll be moving. And you know what? That's what today's show is about. I've been I've been hinting about this. I've been talking about this. But let's just be really, really clear. Today's episode is going to be a big teddy bear of truth, of reminders that even I, I had to retake my own advice this year, that there's no finish lines. We, we've... We've talked about this numerous, numerous times. And so two very, very valuable lessons this year around change. Number one is I took equity in a company a couple of years ago and invested every ounce of my time and energy and loved every second of it. And I forgot the power of my intention and my life and wrote in my journal that I would like to be home in Montana more to provide more structure for Branson and change the way that the business operated and have more time here and work in my cave and not travel so much and not fly 140 times a year. And I like wrote this in my journal and in writing it in my journal within a matter of weeks on paper, something happened that felt like one of the biggest wounds in my life that in that moment of perspective, I literally felt like my whole life was over. I was nauseous, dry heaving, puking for a couple of hours. And I (laughs) reopened my journal and I read what I wrote. And I realized that when I wrote that, that I had no control over what would look like or what would happen, but I asked for it. And I thought something was taken away from me. And there was a dollar sign associated that had multiple seven figures associated with it. And when I saw my journal, I had this peace in my heart because I realized that I had asked for more time and this bought me two extra weeks a month in Montana. And then I thought everything was great. I have my predictable cash flow in the business. I have my one-on-one clients and then like a series of dominoes things in their life started happening that we were great and had to make adjustments. And then all of a sudden, you know, almost six figures in cash flow was gone. And then two Saturdays ago, I literally had my dear friend TJ who listened to the show. I love you, TJ, in my office. And we were measuring to hang the last light in the studio. And my landlord and I have been dear friends for years. And we signed a lease in the beginning and he's like, dude, you can have this forever. You can have this for 20 years. We'll never need it. Boom, 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 boom. And we literally hung the light or made the plan to hung the light. TJ was getting ready to buy stuff to build it on a Saturday. And on Monday, my landlord called and he said, I've been dreading this phone call. And before he even opened his mouth, I knew, I knew. And he's like, this is a family emergency. It's been taking six months. I've tried every other option. We promised you we don't want to break our word. And all I said was, thank you. How can I support? And when do you need it? He's like, what? I'm like, I know you need the office. 
and he said April 1st. And I just laughed and I chuckled. And I was like, holy moly. And I'm looking around and I literally am so proud of this place. And it feels like it served its purpose because what's happening in front of me is change and release. And the only way that I lose is if I feel like the situation outside of me somehow has control over me. And in the, in the, in the office space, like, what am I going to do? Fight it? No. Your daughter can't have it. She can't do it. She can't use it. Of course. No, my only option for any positive result in my life is to find the positive in that perspective. And I realized change is inevitable. And in the clarity of my office, I actually realized I was hiding in the office. I had nested here when Lindsay and I agreed to get divorced, and now we are the bestest of friends ever and working together in alignment, but I had nested over here and it kind of became my hiding place. I'd only work in the office. I'd only do here, and I even got rigid with my containers. And what's so crazy is he called me, and when he called me the next week, like magic, I was like, holy moly, I started working at home, being unattached to what it looked like, and then client, client company, company, company. And actually in the lens of this last week, I've been offered equity in three new companies. I have three incredible new clients that are my family members. We end every call with I love you and we are rocking and rolling. And I realized that I had gotten afraid of change again and I had become rigid and I was living in my pill bottle, but change is inevitable. And then I was listening to The Big Leap this morning or Magic Leap. What's this book called? Hold on. This book's incredible. I need to, I need to quote this book properly. I was listening to Big Magic from Elizabeth Gilbert, who wrote Eat, Pray, Love. And all I did was write down this one quote and sent it to Ashley because it just tickled me like you couldn't even imagine. And all I wrote was, she said in the book, she said, God of the universe. I said, God, God buries strange jewels and treasures in us all and stands back to see if we can ever find them. The hunt to uncover those gems is creative living. The courage to go on that hunt in the first place is the difference between purpose and prison. And that's what I wrote. And then she said, we all know that fear is a desolate boneyard where our dreams go to desiccate in the sun. And so when we think about this in the lens of change, change is inevitable. It happens every day. Our offers change. Our audience changes. We change. But we only lose when we get really rigid about what it used to look like because we stop ourselves from trying new things, from thinking with divergent thinking from being creative. And, and I I'm, I'm, was recording an Instagram story this morning about this because I've been getting asked all the time recently, two questions. How are your calves so big? <laughs> and how did you lose all the weight? And the truth is, is I didn't like my own answer because I always knew what to do. I knew to hit my steps every day. I knew to drink my water every day. I knew to eat clean. I knew to prioritize my health, but I just simply chose not to do it. And we talk about how we don't choose to self-sabotage. We behave our way around it. That's because all the evidence around me and all my old patterns were more comfortable. And I was really just quitting on myself every day. And I was waiting for somebody else to come do it. And in full transparency, when somebody asked me this question, in reflection, the only difference is, is I started measuring in decades instead of days. And I started focusing on the actual principles, but I had to be willing to let go of my story. And I identified with the pain. I identified with my weight loss, with my injuries, with what I looked like. I even identified with being overweight. And I used it as like this victim mentality and just waited for other people to come. But in my story, the only thing I was afraid of was writing a page in a new book because I identified with the old one. And 
in that, I had to get really honest with what I wanted and what made me happy and what lit me up because change is inevitable, but it can happen every day. And the rigidity is where we lose. And I was like, I want to be doing backflips with Branson when I'm 80. And I was like, but all my life, my body was to try to prove something or to be somebody or to, to have something that I didn't think was inside of me or that I was somehow valued by what I looked like on the outside or what I could achieve physically. But none of that's true. None of it's true. And at the end of this year, last year, like really the number one word that popped up for me is alignment. Because if anything's out of alignment, like if at any point I feel unsafe, if I feel uninspired, if I feel like what I'm doing isn't getting me to where I want to go, well, there's two really important things there. Number one is it can't work. And number two, there's only one person who can bring it back into alignment. And that's me. And at the beginning of this year in January, when all of this was really coming to a culmination, all I wrote in my journal is stop talking about your Bible and just start rereading it. And that meant for me, everything that I'd ever recorded, everything that I'd ever spoken about and getting right down to the principles. And that's why I made the models that we have in the Alliance. I've given them to you guys on the podcast, the sacred lightkeeper quadrants, right? The, the building ourselves off the field, right? And so when we get into a game, if we're an athlete and you're playing football as your drafted quarterback and you fumble, you don't beat yourself up, say, I'm never playing football again. Oh my God, I don't know how to throw a pass. Because if you do, they don't play you anymore. You learn, you make adjustments, and you keep going. And so the book from Jamie Smart, The Little Book of Clarity, I love it because he's basically, it's about toxic thinking and not moving the starting line, which applies to this concept, but also understanding and you can go find 800 clips on this. My favorite one is uh, Bob Proctor, where he talks about how the reason we lose is because we make these daily inputs and then we look at the movie in front of us and then we try to look for evidence instantly. And then we make adjustments, meaning nothing ever changes. But the true things that you control are your inputs. And the inputs that you put in today are what dictate what happens 30 days from now, 60 days from now, 90 days from now. But if the inputs that you're using today are emotional-based reactions to what's happening around you, it's only going to bring more of those same results. It's going to keep you up in sleepless nights, feeling like you're out of alignment, feeling like these pieces are there. And so only we can make these choices. Only we can make these changes. But we have to be willing to fix it at the root. And so this is about falling in love with ourselves. Like we've heard it around. You go pick a leader. Your bank account matches your level of personal development. You don't have the business you want because you haven't become the person to run it, right? New levels, new devils, just more decimal points. If we're unhappy in our current situation, number one, we have to accept that no one else is coming to change it but us. Number two is if we look at our current situation and we don't like it, the only way is to change our perspective and shift what's in front of us because the information's not changing. And then to win is we don't try to change at all. We find the one piece that's at the deepest root of the core, which is us, and we bring that into alignment and we allow those pieces to follow. But it requires that we be really comfortable with it. And so I've delved everything down to myself for a series of fortune cookies. And so the way that I do this is every morning I imagine that I lost my business, <laughs> my family, my friends, and I have to earn them back every day. But meaning like what happened yesterday was yesterday and I have no control over what's going to happen tomorrow, but I have full control over the integrity of my inputs today. And so if I can put on a piece of paper knowing 
and write it down that if I hit these behaviors in my mindset, these behaviors in my body, and these behaviors in my state of being every day before I even touch my business, and then I hit these three needle movers in my business, no matter what else happens that day, I've already protected my future, my progress, and I've made deposits. And this is a game of consistency, which builds momentum and that habit builds over time. And then we just keep making adjustments. We flex our muscle. We grow a little bit bigger. We make adjustments. We grow a little bit bigger. We learn this. We add a team member. We teach them the same thing. And it's this series of constant, constant growth and improvement or else we end up being our own ceiling. And so that's basically how we get comfortable (laughs) with reinventing ourselves. But it's about one step at a time. And it's really about being honest with yourself. And, and I'll just say this. Nobody can want it more than you. Nobody. No one's your player. No one can give you your clarity. You just have to really be, really be honest with yourself and be like, okay, I actually do want what I say. And I'm willing to follow the plan. And if you're willing to follow the plan and go get what it is that you want to say, then life gets really, really easy but we can't be controlled by our emotions. We can't let temporary emotions and reactions create permanent undesirable results because at the end of the day, it's our business. It's our vision. It's our life. And I will tell you that if you are out of integrity and out of alignment anywhere behind the scenes, meaning in your world, in your brain, in your body, in self-sabotage, anything that you touch to try to create something positive in your life and business is just going to be a symptom that eventually comes back to the same lesson. And in my belief, you either see that or you don't, but holy moly, I just got really sick of being punched in the face and giving my power away to everything happening around me because it never was there. I've been in control the whole time. So if that means releasing my office and being willing to sit in the discomfort and now having incredible clients that show up, if that means restructuring the whole business in the last six months, restructuring how we do the entire event, restructuring how we do the entire team, we've restructured it 70 to seven different ways from Sunday. And Ashley and I restructured every day. We make sure our heart's in the front of it. And then we attack what's in front of us. And that is really the difference between seeing pain and seeing opportunity. The world is surrounded by opportunity right now But the world is also screaming for leaders and to feel safe, which means all of us have to be in our business. All of us have to be in alignment and all of us have to be the example. But we have to be willing to look in the mirror and change ourselves, reinvent ourselves and be excited about it because that's what leadership is. And so that's where I'm going to wrap today's show because I love you to absolute pieces. I hope you have the most incredible day, the incredible moment. And if I can do anything to support you, if you need or want me to just fill your bucket, send me a DM. If you want to ask me a question, send me a DM. If you want to get a cup of virtual coffee, send me a DM. Whatever I can do, whatever we can do, we're a team in this and we're all playing the same game. So let's play, let's keep growing, let's get excited and let's stop beating up the player on the field and realize that we're the drafted athlete. We're the one that's going to drive the vision and the better we work on ourselves and the more excited we are, the quicker we get there. So that's what I got for you today. Remember that relationships will always beat algorithms, especially the one with yourself. You'll see me in the next episode or you'll hear me near your balls. But either way, we're almost out. If you haven't heard me before, please go check out the channel trailer. If you have not subscribed to the show, could you please subscribe to the show? It would mean the world to me. And I would love it because you all ask how to support me. Could you please send the podcast to three friends and tell them one specific reason why the show might benefit them? And here's me standing in my own power and flexing a new muscle and trying something new and being like, please, please help spread the love. 
I love you. I appreciate you. If you want to come in the Alliance and you want just help installing all these models, us to celebrate your wins, us to support you, us to be in, you to have a call every week, you to have content every week for a hundred bucks a month. That's what the Alliance is. And I'm showing you everything. And so I love you to pieces. We're going to wrap the show and I'll see you in the next one.